welcome back welcome back to a new episode of sickle teller it is a new episode a new mentality new mindset a new just new 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 uh welcome into a new year and wanted to take that time to personally say happy new year and kind of get back into the groove of having these conversations putting out content and expressing uh, the importance behind knowing your status on a lot of different health um, situations I think as we now go into a new year, uh, health and wealth are a lot of things that people speak about and are super adamant about. But I think we need to truly take those two things to heart, you know, health and wealth, because those two things are how we, in essence, will be able to continue enjoying the life that we want to live or are trying to live. And we can't really half step any of those things. So being that this is a part of my health journey, uh, I figured I needed to be a little bit more disciplined and a little bit more just not transparent because I think the entire purpose of this podcast was transparency, but hold myself a little bit more accountable um, and using some of these things such as the podcast or whatever uh to do so so with that being said um, i hope everybody has had a very uh, relaxing and rejuvenating holiday season um it's actually been really intense uh being in new york city just because covid numbers have not been the nicest with the latest variant that's been out. So it's added a very challenging layer to what this holiday and new year would typically feel like, especially coming out of a very, very harsh first wave. So I'm kind of seeing flashbacks of what the past was like when COVID was at its peak in New York. It was just a little scary. Uh, but in the same regards, it was kind of good to know that there was a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel with a break, even though that kind of may have added a little bit more fuel to the fire. And we'll see as the next week uh, unfolds. But, you know, with that being said, it added to a lot of different um, challenges, I think, to end the year. And... It made for the transition into the new year a little bit more important because if this is our new reality, then some of our old practices are just not going to be effective and we need to adapt and change and be a lot more um, conscious of what's around us and what is going on around us. So, you know, those are a lot of the things that have kind of been transpiring the last couple of weeks for myself and kind of snowballed into uh, the premise of this particular episode, which 
maybe untitled, maybe discovered at the end of this conversation. Um, and I think that's another thing too. A lot of these conversations are a little bit more um, raw and free flowing because sometimes uh, the true nature of what is going on is not as scripted as we would like. Um, you know, life isn't as documented or organized in certain regards as we would like it to be. It's our responsibility to add some organization behind it, but um, there's no guarantee that everything that we like and want is going to be organized. So it's our job to um, put him forth, put forth certain things to be in place to allow us to achieve what's necessary in our particular situation. <clears throat> now, um, one of the things that I have definitely been a lot more attentive of is my lack of just physical output. Um, I haven't been as active as I felt I should be or wanted to be or need to be. Um, and, you know, everybody has their own reasons and so on and so forth. But for me, um, just having AVN on my shoulders created a lot more anxiety about being physically active and possibly doing more damage. Um, even though I had spoken to my doctor and, you know, she has cleared me for uh, various physical activities, um, but not as, I would say easy as like going to the gym and lifting weights because that is something that could endanger the avian on my shoulders and is again one of the reasons that I had created such anxiety because you know losing range of motion in any of your joints is not fun and having replaced one hip from um avian it just was not something that I wanted to uh, risk, but in the same regards, I don't want to give up and not allow myself the opportunity to be a little bit more proactive towards what's possible. And I discussed this in an episode or two prior, uh, just about physical therapy, surgery, um, both. You know, not really discussing too much about actually putting my own methods of exercising into play or just doing research on certain techniques and uh, workouts that could help to relieve some of the uh, pain or discomfort that's caused by the AVN, which would then allow me to do a lot more physical activities. So that's one of the things that I'm truly trying to put forth in this new year. Um, but at the same time, can one really sit there and say that they will do a lot more physical activity and not have a better diet? So that's the second layer of what I would like to challenge this year is uh, my food consumption. And I do believe that there's been a lot of challenges in what is a good diet nowadays. I've, you know, that's another conversation that I would really like to dig a little deeper into but dieting has become such a challenge because for everybody and we've been just 
exposed to so much new information, new ways and forms of dieting that the traditional ways that we've known, whether they're practical or not, just have so many contradictions floating around that nobody really knows where to start or what to do or what what to really uh, focus on. And I myself know that just having to keep in mind all of the things that are important with my everyday caloric intake or energy um, energy output, my diet plays a big part in that. And if I'm not eating right, not to mention with the medication that I'm taking, you know, I can just feel not my best. So I'm being a lot more conscious to understand how I can better diet. And I know a lot of people will lean towards cutting out animal um, products such as meat or animal byproducts. And I have tried that before. Um, I do enjoy some of the benefits of eating as one would say a vegetarian or a vegan lifestyle in certain regards. Um, At the same time, there's a lot of challenges for me physically that come along with it just because the medication that I take and uh, the medication is a mix of narcotics and supplements. So not having all of the natural or needed just I won't say supplements but just if I'm not eating a certain type of food something that's actually going to stick and hold it just doesn't make for a good experience throughout the day and I've noticed it um, at various moments where I wasn't eating meat and I was taking my medication and I would just not feel as energized because the medication was throwing me off a little bit like I was energized because of the diet but my body didn't feel as energized just because of the balance of not having certain um, I guess proteins to absorb the medication in certain ways if that makes any sense at all so those are one of the challenges that I came across and uh, decided to go back to eating um, meat although I do have a little bit more preference on what I eat. Um, As far as meat goes, I think being a lot more specific and intentional and purposeful with my diet and what I'm consuming will be beneficial not only to the long-term effects of whatever the medications and everything that I've been taking is doing, but on top of that, If I would like to do a lot more physical activity, I would need the energy necessary to do so. And again, having the right diet would just put me in the best position possible to do these things. So, you know, these are um, a few of the things that have kind of been floating around and making their way to being top priority in my mind in the last couple of weeks just because of what's been going on around me. Because again... I really don't know what I can do to protect myself besides obviously wearing a mask, obviously washing my hands, uh, obviously 
keeping my immune system as strong as possible, which obviously would include eating as healthy and as clean and as properly as possible. Um, you know, the conversation of vaccination and what layer of protection that adds, I won't bring that up because I don't feel that that's necessary into just overall logic for me to do everything that I can to proactively protect myself against sicknesses and not being 100%. Um, You know, you can take a whole bunch of medicine to prevent a cold. Doesn't necessarily mean that you're not going to get a cold at one point or another. But if you are just being aware of what is necessary to keep yourself and your immune system at its highest point, the chances of you catching a cold are slightly lower than somebody who's not being as aware and intentional. So that's just a little bit of the mentality and the perspective that I have right now and what's guiding me uh, to do so with my health and uh, my physical well-being. Yeah. Now, on top of those things, it almost makes sense now to turn around and document what this process feels and looks like. So that is also what has been taking place as well as figuring out what me going on that journey feels and looks like and how I can possibly take everybody that's interested on going on a transitional journey themselves along for that ride. Um, So, you know, just trying to see how sharing just some of the little things that I'm doing or trying to do to improve on my um, well-being as somebody with a chronic disorder um, is doing at this present moment because I think it's been very eye-opening to understand how many different challenges are shared by people with chronic illnesses although their chronic illnesses are different and even organizing and preparing for medication if one doesn't have a system in place for how they can take their medication, it can be very difficult and very challenging. And that can add to so many problems into just having a f- fluid and fruitful day. So understanding that, you know, a lot of these conversations that I'm having are not just based in the fact that I have sickle cell, but the fact that I have a chronic condition and that alone makes it so much more wider of a spectrum um, for the people that may understand what it is that takes place on a day-to-day for myself as well as for them in their own personal situation. And I think the community that needs to be built around people that have chronic illnesses is important because you don't realize how many similarities you have until you're exposed to 
these other worlds and the only way we're exposed to these other worlds is by communicating and by opening up dialogue and inviting other people into not only our worlds but being able to take invitations into theirs so these are some of the things that have just been like I said floating around and have made their way to being some of the priorities and what I would like to explore in this new year Um, I know that not everybody's going to understand a lot of the topics when it comes to sickle cell. I know a lot of people are not going to understand some of the topics when it comes to uh, having a chronic illness. But I think um, wanting to strive for a better health and uh, physical goal is something that we all can relate to. And putting little practices in play to do so, I think, is something that we all can relate to. So it's becoming a lot more clear that just making um, this less about a one-sided perspective, which is sickle cell, but opening it up because sickle cell adds onto so many different layers of what this conversation can truly be about because sickle cell is a chronic disorder and a chronic disorder is something that's shared by human beings and that alone now just makes it a conversation that everybody can partake in because somebody knows somebody with a chronic disorder they may have chronic disorders in their family or they may be um, in the position to come across somebody that they will meet in the future that has a chronic illness and the effects that that might have on their life. So, you know, there's so many different ways that people can be exposed to this. And I think overall, being able to create a very fluid conversation about these things is important so that as time progresses, we're not left uncertain about how we could have done better or how we could have maintained a better sense of community about uh, these chronic illnesses as new illnesses or new diseases emerge that are challenging so many of the status quo that we believe to be norm before. Um, you know, I, I'm sure that there was so many people that never considered the transmission of airborne bacteria by being around people that they didn't know in close contact until this happened. And when it happened, it almost was like, well, why did I never think of that before? You know, and sometimes I think it's because we all get comfortable and we all become trusting of others and forget that, you know, we ourselves need to be protecting uh, our most important and valuable asset, which is our physical, mental, and uh, emotional stability and that takes place with just being mindful of you know where you are and how you're interacting and engaging in these situations so a lot of this now is just making clear uh, um, all of the things that we can do to improve and be better so that our health doesn't have to suffer I um I'm so fortunate to have 
taking the time to want to express so many of the things that have been around exposed um, said or just gave me an opportunity to take the time to start this podcast because every time that I get inspired to explain, explore, or just communicate some of the things that I've seen, that people around me have seen, or that they've been exposed to, it has an impact not just on me, but has an impact on so many other people in so many different ways that I may never understand at the moment of its inception, but it becomes so much more fruitful later on. And I'm just so glad that I have the opportunity to share in these moments of transparency and all that they do for myself and others. And I appreciate everybody that has taken the time to listen and may be listening for the first time or may pass it to somebody and they're listening for the first time, I just want to thank you because you guys are so motivating into the reasons that I want to share my experiences because I know that something can be learned from this. Something can be gained from what this feels like at these moments, even if it just feels like I'm talking to a phone or a microphone or equipment. I know that it's so much bigger than that. And I'm just honored to know that there's people that will take the time to listen to this and it will do the same thing for them that is doing for me now. So um, I hope a few of these things that were discussed at this moment were not only impactful, but will inspire you to start the new year off right. And I hope that if it doesn't, maybe we can try again next week and figure out a way to get everything on the right path. It's been an honor and a pleasure, and I really appreciate everything. Peace and blessings.